Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Jimmy! Jimmy! Hey, Liz! I'm just playing some air piano. How you doing? Oh, I'm great, thanks. What the f is wrong with you? It's late, isn't it? It's three in the morning. I'm sorry, that's awful. I'm awful. We're gonna keep it down. I'm gonna tell them. Hey, we're gonna be quiet. What's in the bowl, Jimmy? Just pretzels. The other bowl. Adderall. Maybe, maybe some painkillers. Maybe. Yeah, there's definitely some painkillers. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this down. Turn the music off. I'm gonna turn off the music. That's what I said. No. I know, I know, I know. Billy Joel's the king, but we have to be respectful. Time now for TV on the radio. I'm joined by Serena Bellissimo to look at the latest uh, offerings from the small screen. That was a clip from Shrinking, uh, streaming now on Apple TV Plus. Serena, how are you? Sounds very intriguing. How are you? I'm so excited about uh, this week's TV offerings. I don't know about you, there's so many streaming services going that I forget. Like, I have Apple, I don't know how long I've been paying for Apple for, which scares me, but I forget that there's some great dramas. And yes. comedy is coming out on Apple and Shrinking is one of them. The only reason, the thing that drew me to this was the fact that Jason Siegel, who a lot of people will know, if, you know, for getting Sarah Marshall, but also How I Met Your Mother, stars alongside Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford? In a, in a show about therapists. Wow. Harrison Ford hasn't done any real com- uh, comedic yeah. TV before. And so I went into this not knowing anything about it. That scene that we heard there is literally the opening scene. So Jimmy has just lost his wife and he's gone off the deep end. There he was it was all hours of the morning, I think it was the next day, and he um was with paid company and doing all sorts and disturbing his neighbours. Paid company. Yes, paid I've company. I've never <laughs> heard it described like that before. Make of that what you will. Wow, paid company. Um, but it's so it's it's about a group of therapists, but it's more than that. It's about their lives, and I was just going. I don't know why I love this as much as I love Ted Lasso. Like, I haven't felt... Did you ever watch Ted Lasso? I loved Ted Lasso. Okay. Well, then you're going to love this because it just feels that we're not on the football field anymore. We're in a therapist's office and the team is the three people working in the therapist's office and it's all about their lives. And Jimmy, because he's played by Jason Segel, even though it opens up him, you know, being this annoying character, you can't... There's this vulnerability about him. You cannot help. But love him right so from the from because that opposite. was the key in Ted Lasso. It was his vulnerability. Yeah, it's so, just this lovely man who didn't look like he had a chance in hell of succeeding. Exactly, there was something about him you were hoping for him, and and and, and it's it the great. exact same thing. Right. And then I started doing some delving, going. It really does feel Ted Lasso like. Like I'm at the end of each episode. It's only about thirty minutes long, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. At the end of the thirty minutes, I feel like giving someone a hug or a smile or even having a bit of a cry because it does deal with grief. Yeah. and I think. You know, Ricky Gervais sort of set us up with... Afterlife. I think so. People finally went, do you know what? Grief is a real emotion that everyone deals with in one form or another in their lifetime. And 
this series, I think, sort of looked at that and went, okay, well, we can do it as well. And it's it's more than just grief and it's more than just the therapist, but there's there's just something magic about it. And then I went, oh, maybe it feels like Ted Lasso because Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent, is one of the creators. Bill Lawrence is also one of the creators and writers from Ted Lasso. Wow. They're all, they're, they created this, they're writing this, and Jason Siegel is also a writer on this too. My it's word. Just, it's, it's the son of Ted Lasso. Do you know what? It is exactly that. And Harrison Ford. How did they get him in there? I'd say he was a fan of Ted Lasso and they just thought, if if those boys are doing it, I'm in. So what happened was, you know how you, when you write something, you'd go, oh, I would love if this person was on the show. Yeah. So like Roy Kent was a placeholder for a name until they figured something that wasn't so close to Roy Keane. Yeah. They did that. They went, oh, wouldn't Harrison Ford be fabulous in this? So they sent it off and that they said, you know, we sent it off and for a week we thought we could say, yes, yes, Harrison Ford might be attached. He was filming Indiana Jones in London. He called Brett Isn't he Gold- always? Isn't he? <laughs> he called Brett Goldstein and Brett went, oh, okay, he's invited me over to his house. I must have to convince him. He called him because he said, I'm in. And they were just as shocked how as everyone amazing. else. It shows is, how that show touched people, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And he is absolutely brilliant in this. This, um, I like what Apple TV do. They drop them weekly. And then, so you can choose which way you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it weekly or will you wait the 10 weeks? Because it is 10 episodes. Okay, yeah. And will you binge? This Friday will be episode five. And I am there, like on a Friday night, I'm trying to push everyone away and go, okay, this is my time. My husband and I sitting down and we're watching Shrinking. Right. I'm looking forward to that. Now, I have to say, Ted Lasso was a bit marmitey. There were a lot of people that didn't like Ted Lasso. What's wrong? I think they need to look at themselves (laughs) and not Ted Lasso. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, That is streaming on Apple TV Plus every Friday. Our second one to look at um, is Full Swing. Now, where is this uh, streaming, by the way? This is streaming on Netflix. Netflix. is Okay, good. Let's take a listen to it. I might win 50 more times in my career. I might win zero. Like, that's just the reality. The PGA Tour consists of almost 50 tournaments a year. You win tournaments, you can make millions. You lose, you walk away with nothing. I'm going to punch you in your ribs. You told me on Tuesday you're going to make a million dollars. You picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. highs are really high and the lows are really low and live somewhere towards that top you have a pretty phenomenal career i would tell anyone that would listen that i was going to be the best golfer in the world that's all i want just win it's a winner go home I recognise the voice of uh, Rory McIlroy in there. This is um, Full Swing, what, the, the world of golf. Yeah. yeah. So did you ever get into Drive to Survive, the Formula One no. docuseries? And then um, earlier this year, they released Breakpoint, which follows um, tennis players on the circus. Now it's the turn of golf. Right. It's the 2020. It's a fairly elite world to go into. It really is. And I don't know, are you a golf fan? No, now and again, I, I, I know people who are. And when they sit me down and I watch golf with them, it's great. Is when it they, really? They explain it to me. I, I can be very tense and yeah so it's it's good uh, watch, yeah. I see. I find it very boring. I don't understand how. So I was just going, oh, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. And it is very elitist. Anyway, eight episodes over two and a half, maybe three sittings. Um, my husband and I binged all eight episodes. I have to admit, the start, I was just like, gosh, you know, you're not doing anything to take away my whole feeling around the fact that this is elitist. All I was seeing on screen were white men white supporters following them. And I was yeah. just like, oh, and then it was just, it was obscene. That, and I think it's just any elite sport. But, you know, when it's there in black and white, literally on the screen, how much they're making, 
per tournament. Phenomenal amounts of money. Obscene. Like, yeah. and you know, and you know, the person who came 65th still walked away with $75,000 and you're just going, wow. And then by about episode six, where they started talking to people from different backgrounds, that's when I was just going, okay, I get it. Like they kept trying to have this narrative that, you know, the game of golf, uh, golf is so cruel. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not buying that one. But it was, it also made you, the first few episodes that you're looking at, you're realising how much of a mental game this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, And then by the time you're getting halfway through, and as I said, you're seeing people from different backgrounds, you realise how much representation does matter. Because if you don't see it, you can't be it. Yeah. And every single person they spoke to, they are only there because of Tiger Woods. Really? Yep, because they saw Tiger Woods doing it. And they're like, yeah. oh, maybe I can do it. And I do love, there's a... Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but Rory McIlroy is actually associated with a, an, an organisation that um, has $5 golf days because it is a prohibitive sport to get into if you don't have the money. It's very yeah, costly. It is. It's a, yeah, yeah, always, always has been. But when they get at that end, it's it's money is just ridiculous, oh, isn't it? completely. But look, I was hooked. It helped that I had, you know, you said you sat there with, uh, when you watch golf, you yeah. have your little people. Used to be my father-in-law, just would go through everything. It was fantastic on, on all aspects of it. He, he had you decide. And, you know, when you say it's cruel, you know, a whole... You know, days of golf can hinge on just a ball yeah. going around the outside of the hole instead oh. of going into it. There is cruelty. Com- you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, completely. But like I, my poor husband, because instead of going, going to Google, I'd see something on the screen. And then I go, can you explain that one to me again? So he was trying to enjoy it while having me in his ear. Um, I have walked away with, I, I love a couple of golf players. My new favourite go- golf player is Tony Finau. I knew nothing about him. Rory McIlroy features throughout. So what happens so is. So he should. Yeah. Well, what happens is they focus on one story throughout and then have yeah. the same players and then Rory is that final episode and it's all about live because it follows you know they live the oh, Saudi Arabia. Oh I do and I've heard the money, we talked oh. about money, the money being offered to the players to go Ridiculous. over to the live side is incredible. But you see behind the scenes of that and that is really interesting and if you are watching and you're going why is because the other golfers have um, full access, you see all their families and stuff and I actually turned to my husband and went with Rory McIlroy, like you see his parents when he was younger, yeah. but you see no family featured, which okay. I, I don't mind. But then I realised that was his stipulation. He okay. said, I will be involved, but you can't film my family. Seems fair enough. I totally uh, agree. So you, t- you talked about the, the mental strength side of it, and I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. It's great into his poor Carrington down the years when he talks about the battles he, he's had. Do they do they capture a bit of that? They Cause... really do. There's one episode. Now, I can't remember if it was Brooks Kapka. I think it was him. There's there's one golf player who yeah. they're just like, you should be number one. And, well, not number one, but you should be winning more tournaments. And there was just this mental block. And there was one episode, as I said, I love um, Tony P- uh, Tony Finau. And with him, they kept trying to say, he, he brought his family on tour. And mm. I loved it. And they were just like, mm, I think the family's a distraction. And I was just like, I love that they were showing this side of it as well. And Tony going... My family is what makes me who I am. And if have if you think having them here on the course is a distraction, you maybe have to look at yourself. But there is all these mental blocks they're having to deal with. And it is, it's a fascinating watch. It's elite stuff, you know. And they're, yeah. they're, it's the difference between 97% and 98%. Yeah. Uh, and they're just trying to work out what could be causing the 1% drop because it's exactly. costing them tens of millions. Oh, my God. The money is ridiculous. But oh, if, you do, if you are interested in yeah. the, the live stuff, it doesn't hide from it. Good. That sounds great. Yeah. And that is on Netflix. That's Netflix. And um, that's out on Wednesday. Okay. All, all eight f- episodes. Brilliant stuff. Also up is Dear Edward. And this is on Apple TV Plus every Friday. Take a listen to this. After I got to 200, I lost count. They just keep coming. We should open them. 
I can't do that. Why not? Because, um, it's against the law. We're his guardian. I already opened, like, five already. And that was wrong. One of them had a lock of a woman's hair, John. One of them told Edward he was going to burn in hell. We can't let him open these. He'll be traumatized. The kid has enough going on already. Whew. Well, the one came through the door. What? I was, I was on the computer and I heard the sound and I looked over and, and one slid through the mail slot. And you didn't go see who it was? Yes, I went out the front door. By the time I got out there, they were driving off. I don't like this. This is invasive. We should get one of those doorbell cameras. Yeah, I'm with you there. I can hear the emotion going on all here yeah. already. So, do you know what? What is this? All, all three <laughs> shows that we've spoken about yeah. today deal with grief because even in the uh, full swing one, Tony Finau is dealing with the loss of his his father-in-law. Okay. So, like every episode, every show deals with grief, especially this one. This is about a plane that crashes and there's a one sole survivor, and his name is Edward. And it starts like he sort of centers. It's based on a novel and he's sort of the center of the story. But it is also about the family members who were attached to the people that passed in the on the plane. And it's just really interesting. That bit that we heard there is that people have really taken to Edward because he is the sole survivor and he starts receiving letters. We have no idea what these letters are about yet because like um, – I want to say Ted Lesso, but it's not sh- like shrinking, like shrinking. Yeah. This is out every every week, so I haven't seen the full series yet. But there's something to do with these these letters, the connection people have to Edward. This look, if if you like shows like This Is Us, where you cry, this is like I haven't seen TV. This Is Us. Well, this is emotive TV, like stuff right. that is gonna get. So you you're going into this because you like a good cry, you, yeah. But then at the same time, there are twists and turns, and you know, there's people like Connie Britton in it. She's fabulous. Her husband was on the plane. He passed on her birthday and she shares her birthday with her daughter. There's all these secrets that, you know, you don't necessarily think people are going to find out about you and then you pass and people are going through your stuff. So secrets are revealed. It's your worst nightmare. Exactly, but at least you're not around to see it. We're talking about the Marie Kondo thing. If you're getting rid of your stuff, at least, you know, you don't have to to worry about that when you're gone. Yeah, so like all the secrets are being revealed, people having to face truths, there's pregnancies, there's becoming an instant parent, then having to deal with grief. There's a lot going on. Um, I wouldn't binge this for me personally because there's a lot going on. And this goes for anywhere between 45 minutes to 55 minutes. So it, it is a longer watch than your Well, you'd need shrinking. to fix When you get emotional, it takes you longer to recover yeah. from it and stuff. Yeah. So he's 12. He's 12. He's the sole survivor. And are they telling their kind of the, the stories of the other people on the flight kind of in flashback, is it? They, they are. So the... <laughs> I have to admit, that first episode I found really tough because you're getting – I hate what they did, but I love what they did as well. You're getting to know every single person that they're going to focus on during – like the family members. You're getting to know the family members that are about to die. Right. And I'm watching it and I know what's about to happen and I'm still there hopeful going, please, please don't go down. Please don't crash. Please don't crash. But – you got so connected. It was a very smart move because now you're fully invested because you actually think you know the person that passed as well. Right. So it's it's just it's an interesting, sometimes tough watch, and also makes you reevaluate life. And again, it's dealing with grief, and I think it's great that people are acknowledging that grief does exist. And you know, well, Afterlife was very much the best of that, wasn't it? Did oh, you enjoy that, was, that? That was amazing. I, I thought was... season one was the best by far. 
Yeah. And then the other two were good too. I thought it was some of the best TV I ever saw. It's the most successful thing Ricky Gervais ever done. Is it really? And when it was launched, it was really like, what on earth has he done? And this is, how does he think this is funny? Because people didn't see it as a whole. They took clips. If you're going to watch stuff like that, you need to see it in its entirety. Right. And have you been watching The Last of Us at all? I'm too scared, but I am going to make a start today. Scared? Only because it deals with zombies and stuff. But episode three is the episode that everybody talks about. So I will put myself through the fear. We're we're only on game uh, episode one. And uh, what are you thinking? I'm I'm, yeah. Give it time. Give it time. You know, I am. I'm enjoying it. But I'm watching it with my 14 year old who has watched the game. She has cried during the game. What's the? I haven't seen the game. Yes. Yes. This is based on a game. The game apparently is oh, sorry, so good. Oh, sorry, the video game. Yes. Yeah, well, get prepared for episode three. As I said, I haven't watched it, but everybody who watches it, and I have, I'm so thrilled that people aren't spoiling it for others because they know that there's new people coming. Yeah, so if good. you do see it, please, I know a lot of people have seen it, but please don't spoil it because people are saying episode three is some of the best television you'll ever watch. That's what everyone's saying. And I have to say, they're changing your perception. When you see based on a game, yeah. you automatically go, right, well, that won't be good, will it? And to have to re-change that and then realise it's because the game is so good. Well, that ma- well, there have been, like, if we look at the cinema, there's yep. been games like Lara Croft and there's all these games that they murdered on the big screen. So, yes, absolutely. Know. So that's where you're coming from. Exactly. Thinking, like, I have no expectations here. You but know. it's good, isn't but, it? Yeah, no, I was, she was watching the game, playing the game and she was crying during it. So this is... Wow. You know, okay. Games are not what they used to be. No. Say, right. <laughs> Just be ready for episode three, yes, Tom. they all sound great. Uh, so Shrinking, which is on Apple TV. Yeah. Full Swing, which is on Netflix and Dear Edward, which is on Apple TV as well. Uh, Serena, pleasure as always. Thanks very much. Lovely talking to you. You too. As always. And uh, have you ever been to a gig where well, you have to put your phone into one of those badges? Actually, I was at a comedy gig. I Was it Chris? I can't remember. It was at a comedy gig and they made us put it into one of those bags. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the future, my friend. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.